are we content creators responsible for what happens within our own communities or whatever happens outside of our communities? Microphone check. One, two, three, four. Let's go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Wolf Bad Podcast, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly topics that happens on a weekly basis here in the entertainment industry. Whether it's stuff that goes behind the scenes, whether it's exposing some ugly truths, and we give our fresh perspectives in the most neutral possible way. I'm your host, Wolfson, and without further ado, let's get down with the shit. So today's topic, um, it's going to be a big one. I don't know how if I can cover some of these topics that I got that I want, really want to talk about. But a lot of things has been happening in the entertainment industry, more or less in the YouTube heavy sphere stuff and whatnot, you know. And it's something that we need to discuss. Um, other than the the sack returns, we can talk about that about Drew Barrymore returning and then backtracking. We can talk about that towards the end, but now it's not. I'm not gonna get more into it. Yeah, let's get started with this, guys. Um, so as I said in the intro, like, are we really responsible to what happens or of any actions does any of our members of the community do? Like, do are we are we should we be held accountable for their actions? And this is a very interesting topic because it, I have mixed feelings about it because I'm wondering, I feel like directly, no, we don't. We any actions that's been done that's that ties connect uh, to a certain community, no, we don't, and we're not, we're not responsible for it. But at the same time, indirectly, we might. Because we might actually influence or persuade otherwise that said individual because of this act. A perfect example. Let's just say that I'm joking about a certain thing and the audience will see that as a joke. It's like, ah, yeah, yeah, of course, it's a joke. But there's might be one individual that might actually take that joke literally. And he won't see it as a joke. He will see that as a, like, oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, that is true. Yeah. It's like that. And then they're going to perceive it like that. And then whatever actions that they take out of it, because they're going to justify saying like, well, Wolfson said it like that. And that's how it is. And I'm, and I, and when we looked at the video, it's like, no, it was a joke. You took it literally. Stuff like that, you know, or whatever is being influenced. I mean, content creators, we do hell some sort of responsibility. I, I have to say, and it's, and it goes beyond just being content creation. It goes, um, much further. It can it can go from from being an artist to a celebrity to to anybody you look up to. I, I feel that's why I have mixed feelings about it, guys. But let me know on the comments down below what you guys think about it, and we're gonna discuss some of the things. Like, for example, the the perfect. I guess like the greatest example that I can think of, Travis Scott. We all know what happened last year with Astro World. You know that he that he he went very able on that sh on that crap. Was it last year or was it this year? I don't know. We def we definitely. Oh yeah, no, it was definitely last year because Wolfpack was this year. But I I talked about the Astro World last year in the Lone Wolf. Yeah, um, yeah, like I and I I remember that I say Travis Scott needs to be held accountable. For all the all the deaths that were because it's on his hands now. Why I feel like we discussed this multiple times, and I feel like I'm more of a yeah. We are held re responsible for any of the actions that are, are people in the community, even though it's not directly responsible. We're indirectly responsible for it because anything that we say or do, they want to imitate or perceive it as such a way. So we're influencing that person. And in case in the Kingsley pointer of Travis Scott, I've said it multiple times. Travis Scott has a bad reputation of getting riled up. Now it's one thing that the that the the Astro World incident, you know, it's one thing that the Astro World incident it happened, and he had no control of it, and that was the whole control of everybody. Is like I get it. There's a lot of blame with the with the promotion company, Life Nation. There's a, a lot of blame with the 
with the production stage, the stage manager, with his team for not pulling the plug, for the police and the fire chiefs not pulling the plug as well. It's like there, there's blame everywhere. There's definitely blame everywhere. But everybody's so focused on son Travis because he's may not. I put some blame, not all of them. I put some blame on him personally because this is the 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 type of people he attracts. This is the type of people that he influences. He even advocates of it. He makes people say like, "Let's get riled up." Just like if you can't get in, just break, just break through, just jump over. Those are his words. Don't believe me? Look at Twitter. He tweeted that say, "If you can't get in, if sold out, you can't get in, then bust in." And some. People will say, nah, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm getting out. But others have a low standard of IQ and they took that literally and they just walked in. But again, Travis Scott's incident means that he's held responsible to certain things because this is his calling card. This is how he is. He riles up people and his people are all rowdy people. So obviously, if you brings that type of crowd into a certain venue. The venue is going to like, what the fuck? We didn't expect this. We get more respect from metalheads. I know, right? And then they say that metalheads and dubstep guys are all for the devil, you know? Yet we're the most respectful. Just saying. Just saying. Um, Yeah, so I definitely want to talk about that today. So we're, we're all talking about it, but we just said it simple. And the reason why I decided to make that episode today about it, it's because like it came across, I think it was this week, this week alone, it came across certain videos in which I feel like, damn, these dumbasses influence these kids and now look how they are. So that's why you always have to be careful what you say. And not not because of the political climate or or, or can, cancel culture climate or whatever you want to speculate at it. It's not because of that. It's because you don't know who you're influencing and that person may take things too literal and may change their lifestyle just to be like you. We're role models. And we have to set an example for our, for our audience, our followers. And if we don't be careful for the, fin for the things that we say, we could be held responsible for it because... What I'm about to show you is is the perfect reason as to why you have to be careful what you say and why these certain content creators are a menace to society and a menace to the hemisphere. It's not good. It's not healthy at all. Who am I talking about? Our old good old dumbass friend Sneeko, the character. That's right. Nani? He's back in a bit. But oh, oh, but don't worry. We're not. I say we're not talking about red pill content anymore. So don't worry, because Nico said himself, he's no longer the part of the red pill community. That's right. And he's no longer Muslim. Or maybe he is. He just doesn't, doesn't practice it like he, he says he does. Now, despite of what other content creators who defend uh, Nico was saying that he's a grifter, um, I have to disagree with their their defense towards him. I mean, a grifter is one person that jumps from one, one idea to another and doesn't stay on that idea and for very long. And it does everything in their power to make that idea long. And once they believe that idea is no longer relevant, they just jump to another. That's a grifter to me. They're not in it for, for the long haul. They're only here for a little bit and they move on to the next one. That's being a grifter. Doesn't stay long. So I don't know what the fuck Destiny's defending him, especially all the mean shit that has been said to him. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, about defending him. It's like he's not a grifter. He's just a kid. It's like, yeah, kids can be grifters, especially Sneeko and Chus Burley fans. They're both under 25. Well, Chus Burley, 28 or something. She herself, she's not going to get married because according to her, she already passed her moment. Emotional her words, not mine. That's moments when I hear that is when I and when you hear this. Congratulations, you played yourself. I hope you I hope you practice what you preach. And this is the problem: these people don't practice what they preach. And when it and when it when it comes back to them, it bites them right in the ass. So, our good friend, not our good friend, um, Sneeko, he went to a Marlins game not too long ago, and some kids noticed him. He's like, "Oh my God, you're Sneeko, shit alive." I took a picture with her. Yeah. He's like, yeah, fuck that. And I mean, celebrity. He's a, he's a streamer celebrity. Why not? 
immediately after that, you see the effects of Sneeko going like, oh, shit, what did I just create? Let's take a look at this little video. I look at this article. Um, know your meme. All right. Sneeko meets young fans. Sneeko meets young fans refers to our viral video showing a controversial streamer, Sneeko, meaning young fans in the mid-September 22 review who says sexist and transphobic things as Sneeko turns and looks sh shocked into the cameras. The children can be heard saying, Andrew Tate, Andrew Tate, and F, F the woman. Nani? While responding to Sneeko saying, no, we love women, but with, but not like transgenders. The kids also be heard saying, all gay should, oh my God. I need to check that. The clip went viral nets and other social medias over the following days, and many criticized Sneeko for perceivably radics radicalizing a young audience. The origin, it's, it, oh, so it went this year. Yeah, this week. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so it was this week. Um, Posted a clip from Sneakle Stream on Miami, at a Miami Dolphins game. Wait, what? No. Did the, did the Dolphins play on, wait, what? Did the Dolphins play on Monday night? Somebody fact check me. I don't know. I, I thought it was a Marlins game. Or maybe these guys are wrong. Um, in which several young boys can be seen walking here and say, but uh, have uh, F the woman and, but not transgenders and all gays should blah, while pointing out the ground in the clip. Sneak up appears to laugh uncomfortably as he attends, say, we love women and turn wide to come after the fans controversial with the video. I mean, check this shit out. <laughs> no, 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 wait, 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 we love women, we love women, we love women, but not, not like transgenders, yes sir, we love everybody, no, 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 There's not much to say other than the video, the video says. There's not much to talk about. Like, what is there to talk about? It points out exactly the results of you saying these certain things and being active about these, being a red pill and whatnot, negatively influence people. You can see in the video that, I don't know, I thought he was faking. I thought he was just like, oh, fuck, not, not like, what I've done, like, no, no, like, like, ha, ha, ha. Like, no. I can see that. Others say, like, no, he was very uncomfortable. He didn't meant, he didn't meant to, like, do that or all that shit. I was like, if he didn't meant to do that, what was he expecting that people would do or act? And this is my biggest fear to be influenced on these children. This is why these assholes get flagged. This is why they get heavily criticized and heavily canceled. Oh, the Matrix is out to get me. The Matrix is out to get me. No, dumbass. It's because you're you're saying some of the most foul shit ever. Of course, the platforms are going to cancel you. Evidence to this. Which is why I have to ask, are we hell responsible for, for, for our communities? And I said at the beginning, I have mixed feelings, but the more, I, I'm, more I'm talking about it, the more I realize, actually, we might actually be much more responsible for it. Now, if the person says that I killed somebody in the name of, uh, of so-and-so, then mm, that, that's crossing the line. That's, that, well, that's not crossing the line. That's, that's going around the world after you cross the line. <laughs> No, that's not that at that point, like, no, 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 we're not we're not held responsible for that crap. But we've seen these before. It's and by the way, I'm not just attacking Sneeko or other content creators because of that. It's it's not just them. We known about this way before, like in the 80s, like on the rise of hip hop, probably by the start of of hip hop in the 90s. No, hip hop started way earlier than that, but Around the 90s, I think it's when hip hop started to change from being like like all the shit that we've dealt in the streets now to be promoting about bitches and hoes. They got to go and 
money on the money on the grind and and got to pop the molly and shit. Well, the, the drugs part is more a little bit later in the 2000s and whatnot. But earlier 90s, it was more like, you know, fucking five, ten bitches. And then and then I got I got all the bends and shit. I look at my gold watch, my gold grills and like necklaces and having 20 fucking necklaces and shit and whatnot. Yeah, that was a huge chip. And what do people do? They want to dress up like them. Why? Because they look cool. And then they say some of the things like they did say in the, in these music videos or in these uh, songs. They want to be like them. So indirectly, we are responsible for it to a certain degree. So we've seen this way before. Now it's even worse because now the internet, everybody and their mothers has an internet. And people can see this, especially kids, because what do kids do nowadays instead of playing soccer or baseball, basketball, or going out to the park and whatnot? Now they just spit into their freaking phones or their tablets and whatnot. And they're watching all these streamers, you know? And they see a streamer and say, whoa, what is this guy saying? He's saying some of the wildest things. What is going on? It's like, oh, he's wrong. But I need to watch more. It's addictive. Like once you see, once you see some people saying foul stuff, it's addictive, and it becomes like, oh no, I just watch it for entertaining purposes. I don't believe that, but secretly you probably do. That's why in my community, I try my best to say like, be I try to be careful with the things that I say, and that's why I always put on the most fresh, neutral's perspective. I try to understand one side, try to understand the other side, and come with the most logical answers as much as possible not all the time but i have to be careful what i say because people will take it out of context and some of them will take them very literally to what i say imagine how many times have we heard that an artist hates another artist so their fans are be dissing other people's fans they'll be dissing that artist it's like oh he hates and i hate them too and then before you know it, there's people that will go back and forth uh, like, oh, what has he done? It's like, well, he's done more than this guy. Yeah, I don't think so. This guy done this. And there's a Twitter war, social media war. And then when they see in real life, they'd be like, oh, fuck each other up. And then just like punch each other. But like there's a certain level of responsibility that we have to be held because it's like, bro, this is not healthy behavior. It is not. We just saw it right now from from this guy, Sneeko. That's been on a deep, deep bend on this whole red pill arc that he had that lasted a few months. And look at the, the effects of it. You got young kids saying, fuck women, all gays should perish, but not the transgenders. We don't like transgenders. That's a dangerous weapon because you're influencing these kids from the early beginning saying some of these things and they're going to preach it back back into their schools and God knows in their homes as well. But that actually worries me that some of their parents see this and they don't even know or they haven't done anything about it. I, Bro, my I saw this clip. My kids said some of these was things. I made sure that I'm going to whoop my kid's ass and then I'm, I'm going to tell my kid to apologize on a viral video clip and say, I'm sorry, I should have not done this. They should know better. It's dangerous, guys. Like, you have to be careful what you do and what you say because this is the offense. This is what we're talking about. How are we supposed to be held accountable to our fans if we don't hold ourselves accountable for our actions? And what does it matter? Sticks and stones may break my bones. All right. But you know what? Some of those words, people will live by that code. I just hope that these kids are, they're not at the point of no return. I, feel, I think they can turn around. But if they behave like this in high school, by the time they get to middle school and high school, it's a, it's a weird era that we live in with this internet and whatnot. And speaking about holding accountability, a few months ago, we've talked about this dumbass streamer who I, I consider him a bigot. People say, no, he's just ignorant. And I'm like, all right, you're an ignorant too. You're an ignoramus. <laughs> because if you go to another country and say some of the most foul shit ever and you know, you know that's foul, 
you're a bigot. Especially when you say certain slurs, you're a bigot. It's not being ignorant. It's not trying to be edgy or joke. Like, no. Because if you say it once, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a racist or anything. No, it's like, they're like, all right, cool. Then, you know, all is forgetting. But when you constantly say things and start start doing it on a more pattern basis, it's like, nah, then you are. You are a bigot. If you guys didn't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about the dumbass um, stream, kick streamer, Johnny Somali. Yeah. Nani? The idiot the idiot streamer is back in our radar again. What did he do this time, Wolfson? Well, I'm glad you asked, actually. I'm glad you asked. Johnny Somali got his ass kicked on stream. Wow. A lot, lot of us rejoice when we saw that. And I hope you learn from that. I hope. But who who would know? Who knows? Um, it came about I came across my feed that he got his ass kicked um on Twitter because why? He was harassing uh he he was harassing a woman in which he didn't know she was a streamer, a real famous streamer. And then later on, he was also like being obnoxious with his pal and going by and start, you know, confronting people until he got knocked out by some other people. I saw the video and I was like, I don't condone violence, but that video made me feel happy. I know. I know. I'm again, I'm not a perfect person, guys. You have to understand that. So here's the. Here's the t- here's the article. Johnny Somali gets knocked out on stream and kick account gets banned a day after pestering Twitch streamer Mi- Miyako. Oh, so he got a ban. Well, what do you know? There is consequences for every action you take. Hence why Sneakles uh, is banned on all platforms except for Twitter and um, Rumble because those are like technically the most free speech ac- um, social media accounts. So, what do we got here? Band idiot. A day after pestering Twitch streamer Miyako, a clip of a controversial kid streamer Johnny Somali is going viral on social media. It shows him getting knocked out of the cameras following a, sc- a scuffle on the streets in Japan. Furthermore, his kick account seems to have been banned for hours after the fight. It is unclear whether it has been penal- he has been penalized for this conduct by Miyako or the Offensive remarks that resulted in him being attacked. For context, on September 10, Johnny Sonar approached the tweet streamer and after a brief interaction, he informed her that he was banned on a platform. Showcasing permanent, uh, permanently banned people on Twitch is a violation of its of its terms and of service, which can, can, can result suspension and strikes. To disobey, he can be heard, be heard saying in this clip, Get banned, bitch. Get banned. You better walk away. You better not show me on your stream or you get banned. What? Nani? Hold on. I didn't see this video. Doing? Yeah, I'm Johnny Somali. Somari. Somari. Somali. Yeah, Johnny yeah. Somali. Wait. What? I'm your friend. I'm Johnny Somali. I'm the most famous nigga on the most famous nigga in Japan. What's up? Who are you? You printed my shit out. Let me go. Can I have that? Can I have it? I can have it. My gift? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. My gift? Wait, I can wait, have? Wait. I can keep? Is this a thing? Yeah, I'm that You're dude. Famous, I'm right? the most famous nigga in Japan. Wait, why? Why? I'm the most famous nigga in Japan. What should be? I'm the yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. This, uh, she looks terrified, and this dude has been such cool, bro. Some some dumbass is after my girl, and is like being constantly harassing my girl. You better bet your ass that guy's getting knocked the fuck out right from the start. Right from the get-go. I don't care. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And my girl's like holding me just, you know, because she's scared. Again, I don't condone violence. But most of the time, most of it, I'll say, yo, like, let's get out of here. They confound us. It's like, yo, get the fuck out of the way. Just chill, man. Just go another way. Just go another way. He continues to approach. And then, you know, that's where we, you know, Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, Mike T- or we can do the Mike Tyson and just bite their, their fucking dick off. Ear off. Ear off. Nani? Pause. That went so natural. Sorry about that. <laughs> Anyways. Chat, get this CTS. Nigga, play this. You on Twitch? No, I'm on Twitch. I don't do that. I'm on Kick. Tw- kick, we, we don't like Twitch streamers on Kick. 
And then turn around. Yeah, bye-bye. Fuck, fuck? Get banned, bitch. Get banned, bitch. Get banned. You don't get banned. Fuck with me. Yo, yeah, you better walk away. You better, you better not show me on your stream. You don't get banned. That is such disgusting behavior from this asshole. This bigoted asshole. Come on, take a I'm a dick. I'm so sorry, guys. Today, I really wanted to have a really great stream. I feel sorry for her. And for those of you who say, oh, he's ignorant, he's ignorant. You know what, guys? This is what you get. She belongs to the street. Congratulations. You played yourself. He's ignorant, yeah? Harassing other women in Japan? That's what you call it, ignorant? After the incident, Miyako broke down her stream like we saw right now that she had contact Twitch staff directly to avoid getting a ban. A rough translation to her post reacts I was able to avoid the ban because I responded quickly with the Twitch stuff. Well, that's good. Regardless, it appears that Johnny Somali has received yet another ban from Kick as trying to access his page display 404 that is typically for a platform suspension. Watch how he gets his ass kicked after pestering people on the streets. This is the perfect um, metaphor of fuck around and find out. Let's watch it. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down, man, nigga. Yeah, and what? Just don't all you have to say don't is grab nothing. Johnny and and your idiot friend, you get this. She belongs to the street. Congratulations, you played yourself. You fuck around and find out this is what happens. Eventually, the Pipe Piper will have to pay. Eventually, everybody, everybody. Karma is a beautiful thing. What goes around comes around. Eventually, things will happen because of your actions. Every action has a has an opposite force of reaction. You, this is what you get: a cause and effect. Newton's laws, man. This is what happens when you become a racist piece of shit like yourself. And starts saying these wild things in the country of another, another, another country saying these wild things and at all high and mighty. This is what you get. Another button. She belongs to the street. Congratulations. You played yourself. It appears that Gino and Johnny were berating people on the streets at the night, including or hurling a number of offensive terms. Again, to the person that says that was ignorant. Go fuck yourself, all right? This time, now I go even further because one thing is being ignorant and being an idiot about things. Another thing is continue with this pattern and still, even though it's not your own country. I'm surprised that the Jakusa hasn't even gotten themselves involved with, with him or anything. I don't know. After a point, a man seemed to have had enough and punched both streamers, knocking them the cameras. The clip has gone viral on social media with many saying our, our live stream fails, applauding the person who stood up to Johnny and Gino's antics. Racist streamer investigating a bunch of drunk people with cameras surprised at, the, at what happens next. Even after this, the, T the TTS is still going off Hiroshima Nagasaki 10 times and that and a minute there with I hate jobs, I hate jobs, I hate Japanese people. We will bomb them, etc. Like, what did I say about holding ourselves accountable? Are we responsible for it? This is part of it. Readers should note that Johnny Smith has been criticized for the antagonizing of Japanese people. A clip him instigating citizens on the subway by saying regressive things about the Hiroshima and Nagasaki nuclear bombings gather a lot of vitriol from the streamer and community earlier this year. <sighs> I mean, what else what else can I say about the matter of such about holding ourselves responsible for it? My thoughts in all of this. Well, first off, my thoughts on the Johnny Somali getting his ass kicked. Yeah, you deserve that. You deserve that. My God. It was, eventually you were gonna get your ass kicked again. But it's not by the Japanese people. No, it was some other tourists. Which is like, there you go. There you go. Um I'm surprised he's still alive because the Jakusa don't play like that. Japanese people don't play like that. And I'm not going to wish him much other than good luck.
Good luck. Um, I'm still surprised that Kicks hasn't banned him permanently because he needs he you need to hurt him where he hurts where really hurts. Not his face, not his fucked up face, his uh, pockets. And I'm surprised that he's he's still in Japan and he's like getting paid or donations. Like you you cannot be fending enough donations. Like now you you couldn't be win you could not be earning that much money. Like there's no way. You're just a small timer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know more about the details. All I know is this is another perfect example as to why we are held responsible to the actions that we take. We talked about Travis Scott, the Astro World. He is he is not the sole responsible for his actions on Astro World, but he is part of it because why? He attracts the wrong crowd by antagonizing and and make their crowd aggro, make them rowdy and do and and proceeds to do these things like he enables it. He's an enabler. You got Sneeko on his whole Red Pill arc and Hassan. And I mean, not Hassan. We might actually talk about it. Hassan with this whole haram of being the Muslim and, you know, being serious and, and whatnot. But we all know he's been a grifter. And then we saw his negative influences on kids. And when he realized what he said, he's like, oh, I fucked up. I hope that's exactly what we said because otherwise we're in a world of trouble. Um, and then we see Johnny Somali getting his ass kicked and then you hear on the comment section saying these wild things. This is what we're talking about. We are held responsible for these actions. Whatever we do, our audience and followers are going to do it as well. Why? Because... They, they admire us. They look at us so much that they want to do everything just like us, just so we could be as cool as them. Because that's, that's the mentality. We want to be cool, cool like you guys. Because they see you as cool people. And when you say some of these things, these are the things that they're going to repeat. And this can negatively impact them in their lives. I don't know what the future holds with this, man. Um, I'm happy that this guy, Johnny Samani, got a little bit of justice, you know? But my thoughts in all this, I as I talked about it, as I stream about it, I believe, yeah, we are in some ways we are responsible responsible for the actions of our community. Because if their community took notes from us so they can repeat these things in their world, then yeah, they learn it from us. So we have to be careful what we did. That's why every time I talk about stuff about the industry, about do this or do that. I am very vague about it in the terms like, don't do it the way I did it because there's multiple routes. I took one route. You can take other routes and and eventually you'll get there. That's why I have to be very careful when I say those things. And, and when I say allegedly on some certain aspects and when I tell about my stories, trust me, guys, I'm not talking out of my ass I'm talking about based of experiences, experience of myself, experience from my uh, other co-workers and colleagues and whatnot, the industry gurus and whatnot, the things that I learned from other people, you know? So I'm not going to come here and talk out of my ass just because. Like, no, I'm going to talk evidence and, and, and experiences from people. And if you don't want to believe me, that's fine. You don't have to believe me, but you'll see yourself that this is definitely part of the problem that we've been facing on a daily basis. Just the other day, I was, um, uh, I was arguing with this person, um, Jackson. He's known as Adsum. He's a bass producer from Australia. Um, he has his own channel, his own school industry set, which is pretty dope. Like, he's helping others. He's helping kids around to make themselves a better artist and whatnot. Problem with him and his whole school system, the way he is, is that I feel like the way he's perceiving and teaching these people is like, this is the one way to do it. And that's wrong. There, is, there isn't one way to doing things. There are multiple ways. And if you know that there are multiple ways, you have to teach them the multiple ways. Now, I saw one of the videos that he was talking about um, five reasons why your music can't be marketed. Uh, and I saw the five reasons. I disagree with the first two. The first, the last three, I do agree. I don't remember much about it, but you could you guys could check that out. The top five reasons why your music isn't 
improving in numbers or your because your marketing isn't good or something like that. And industry set. You can check that out on your YouTube channel. Um, I saw the video and I, I disagree with the first two. Um, and then I saw another short video about, about the era that we are right now, the era where we are in which um, long, t- long content like the podcast are right now are not receiving much love. And you want to put that content out in several contents in like in YouTube shorts and, and TikTok videos and Instagram videos and Facebook, like whatever, you know, shit like that. Because people tend to consume more faster um, short clips than rather than long clips, which is kind of messed up, you know, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, and his argument is like, you know, make a video and make that video into a short clip and spread it around, which is, yeah, it's pretty good. Do that. I wish I could do that. If I have the time and leverage to do it, I would do it. The problem to that, he, he says that, you know, that will eventually get you to the to the views that you want and it's going to make you come to the to your long to your long term content i disagree with that because i i did this with tiktok and tiktok i was getting numbers i'm not talking about like i'm not talking about like 10 20 num- views no i'm talking about hundreds my first video was 500 5 or 600 views i was getting numbers all because of the algorithm. The algorithm plays a little part of it. I was getting numbers by making these short clips and whatnot. I was like, holy shit, this is dope. Well, I can't wait when some of those translate into my actual content. Newsflash, it didn't. Why? Because they 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 already got the information that they wanted and they're in here. Why would they come here? It's not a guarantee that whatever short-term content that you take, it's not a guarantee that's going to be translated on, on the original fin. It, it, it's not like... it. In today's world, it doesn't work that way, unfortunately, you know? And his argument, like, no, it does. Like, out of those 1,000 views, you will eventually get your hundreds of views and this and that. I was like, 1,000 views on these content does not equal 100 views on, on your views. Like, no. You can't translate 1,000 views on those contents and translate them into 1,000 views on YouTube. And, his, and, and, and I love how he ended up with, like, if people don't really see it, it's because your content is not... Hold on. I want to. I'm. I'm putting him out because it's like, hey, if you want to play fire, we can play fire. And there's no hate. There's no hate. I'm just. I'm just basically. I'm just. I'm just uh, telling him what's what's what, you know, because his content is like no. So he was says I was implying that you take long, take the long form content and make it a unique for each file. So short forms platforms such as TikTok Reels and YouTube Shorts performs best for around 10, 20 seconds videos and then which you can put could put up hundreds of clips from one long form video and then he goes winky face. Like, you know, I got you. It's all about high volume. You won't get a hundred people at first, but through a high volume, you'll grow a thousand plus. And then, and if you're not getting the results that way, then the long form content just isn't interesting. Emotional damage. Which I reply, while I agree that taking a long content and transforming it into short clips, then put it up into various platforms to get the attention is one way to approach audience. But like I said previously, it doesn't guarantee that they will jump into the platforms because if they got the info in this small click, why why do they need to hear the longer version? (laughs) You already got it on the small clip. Maybe it's a few, like one or two are going to like want to hear the whole thing because they're into podcasts, but not everybody. Everybody's like scrolling around now constantly. And then I and then I ended with people nowadays are on a lazy approach in which time is everything. 10, 20 seconds of content is greater than two, three minutes content. So yeah, it looks nice to see a thousand plus views on those platforms, short clips, but it doesn't mean that it will translate to those same numbers on the longer content. Go see other YouTube channels where their shorts have more views than the longer version of it. Content creators complain about this all the time. Because he should have replied me afterwards, but he didn't. That's on me. Whatever. But again, I'm not throwing hate on him. 
I'm not. I am not. I admire him that he actually is doing a school that he has a school that he's teaching people that he's getting people to where they wanted to. I'm so happy for that because we need more people like that to push them into the industry and make them industry standards people. However, I feel like some of his versions of some of his states to to how to make things is, is either either outdated or misinformed or doesn't have the grasp of the entire thing. That's why I have to speak out and say like this is necessary, not true. It can, it can on theory, but we've seen many, many times that whenever you put a short term videos, you get whatever the lights, but people don't necessarily jump into the platform. No matter how interested you make it sound, they just don't because it's like for them it's too much. I'm and I'm not and look, I'm not disrespecting anybody and and, and any of my followers. Like call me out if you want to, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to call anybody out. I'm just telling you the facts. Like this is the world that we live. This is the stuff that we're dealing with every day. Like that's why I have to put out certain contents every week by talking about all bunch of topics because that's the only way that seems to be working with me and the interviews. You know, sometimes I get good interviews. I get good views. Depending if it gets um, e um, easily marketed, but yeah, all it's all based on marketing. If you market yourself uh, right, then you're you're not gonna have any problems. But this um, notion about having like do this and you're getting a thousand views is like no, that's that's not the world we live in. Unfortunately, um, I'm psych I got sidetracked because of that. I don't know. Um, let's just move on to finish up this episode. Um. Elon Musk is thinking of making ads or Twitter a subscription-based service. Good news, everyone. So let me read here on the article. Let me show it to you guys. Um, what's up with all these dumbass ads? Um, Elon Musk is planning to make ads a subscription-only based service. He has been making some drastic changes to Twitter. Since he took over the service after introduction of Ed's Blue Premium membership, which kind of was a flop. It looks like Musk is planning to make ads a subscription base only. He recently sat down in the discussion with the Israel Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, where he suggested making every user pay a small monthly fee to use ads. He further said that this is still in discussion, so there's no word on when he plans to roll out with the subscription model, but Musk noted that the subscription will cost less than ads blue membership that is currently offered as perk to use there's income with additional features was verified check marks. Uh, he says, uh, we, we're wanting it to be just a small amount of money. It's no longer a discussion. But in my view, this is the only defense against vast armies of bots, which is actually pretty good because as AI gets very, very good, it actually able to pass their these sort of CAPTCHA tests better than humans. Musk believes that subscription-only model will be will remove bots from the platform as AI gets smart enough. In terms of the same discussion, Musk also addressed the free speech issue that has been a cause of concern lately on this platform. Yeah, I mean, uh, my thoughts on that. Uh, I feel like that is a good way to doing it. Yeah, like, yeah, go, go, go for it. Like, because that, that way you eliminate body. I feel if that's the only way, then sure, by all means. But if... It means that I have to pay a social, I have to pay a platform just so I can scroll on and say shit and whatnot. I'm sorry, I'm not going to pay for it. That'll be like the last time I'll use Twitter and everybody will, will I believe there's going to be a drastic drop of Twitter user because Twitter is now a, a freaking subscription base. Like nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Um, I guess if that's the one way to do it, then that's the one way to do it. It's moving, moving on. I got some stuff to talk about here. Uh, I got, let me see. What was the other things? Twitter threads, Twitter threads. All right. So Disney has unveiled its plan to increase parts spending to $60 billion over the next decade as it faces uncertainty in other divisions of the company. <sighs> Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. What do we talked about uh, uh, like a few weeks ago? Bob Iger, the the CEO of, of Disney, saying that we're that there are, that we don't have any money. Basically, we don't have any money because you know the pandemic hurt us. 
We made fun of him because of it. They don't have any money to pay the writers because the, what the writers are saying is very outlandish. It's uh, ridiculous. We're still recovering from the from the pandemic. Even though we already did the math of how much a ticket costs for for Disney um, for going to the Magic Kingdom on every day and how much they make out quarterly. We make we calculate that they make quarterly eight twenty billion dollars to eighty billion dollars a year, roughly. They say it's outlandish. Yeah, we're still recovering from the pandemic. Like, really? We're still recovering from the pandemic? Yet I'm seeing here that you guys are planning to expand yourselves and investing $60 billion to expand yourself so you can have bigger, better things. While while at, you got the writers strike on you, on your ass, and you're still doing lay, layoffs this year. Disney, congratulations. You played yourself. It's unfortunate because I like I love Disney. I love going to the theme parks and I'll still go to the theme parks. But they're a bunch of hypocritical morons. And Bog Iger, you disappoint me. Um, Chris Evans agrees with Quentin Tarantino that the MCU actors are not the stars of the films. Tarantino said he's right. The character is the star. While as um, Kevin Feige disagrees. I say, I think it's something he was telling himself. And I think it's something many of the Avengers, including Robert, will tell themselves, which actually was very helpful in the process. But in certain cases, including Chris, it's not entirely true. Uh, let me see this comment. This is actually a very good comment. Hold on. If I read it right. Wakanda Forever was a good movie and performed well, but Chadwick not being in it was, was noticeable and a huge risk, even though Wakanda... Um, Black Panther was still in it. Conversely, we tend to care less about post-in-game MCU, even with big names like Oscar Isaac and Sam Jackson leading the shows. That is true. Um, in all fairness, like Wakanda well, Forever didn't perform that well, honestly. Like eh, it wasn't like the first Black Panther. Uh, I don't know if I will agree to that because. Honestly, I knew about Chris Evans. I knew about Robert Downey Jr. before they became the characters that they sought out to. However, they become bigger and better because they played these important roles in the MCU and they got their passion projects and other projects outside of it. You made a career out of that. So that wasn't wise for you to say that face. I don't know. Um, let me see. Bad Bunny is no longer playing El Muerto. Ooh. Thank God. Once I'm, I'm hope they realize that how bad of an actor the guy is. <laughs> Not nothing wrong against my people, but I just don't like that. Um. Ooh, here's another video of. I don't know what's going on? Yeah, 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 this is like the double video. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Just, Just don't, don't grab my camera. <laughs> All you have to say is don't grab nothing. Oh. Anonymous sent three dollars Hiroshima Nagasaki 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 Hiroshima. What's going on? Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Um. Uh, Way people dress at SEC schools and stuff in frat boys and rich people. Yep. I don't know what to tell you. Jesus, our God. This reminds me of school. I have nothing to go in the case. Sorry. It was just, um, this is something uh before we before we wrap things up, because I think we just got caught up. Before we wrap this things up, this is something I want to talk about from OnlyFans. This is apparently an OnlyFans. Um, person. So I want to talk about this. Um, just briefly. Uh, Elise Lauren says, absolutely loving the heat OnlyFans agencies are getting now. They're predatory and they can turn on you. They burn out your subscribers. You don't need them. They massacre the community on what the website. If you really need help with your page, download the Chrome extension agencies use and hire an assistant. Fuck all those slime balls that take advantage of the models. Interesting. So what I'm so what I'm hearing is that I didn't know there were all in fan agencies. That this is all new to me. Okay, cool. 
I mean, you gotta have to understand, like OnlyFans became a, a sort of a prom website. Unfortunately, you as much as you didn't want to admit it, but it became so I am not surprised that there's like certain agencies that want to take advantage that from that industry and be and you know take advantage of some of these people. That sucks. Um, last thing. Guillermo del Toro says, if anybody wants to make movies made by an AI, let them get it immediately. I don't care about what people want to be fulfilled and get something shitty quickly. Shots fire, shots fire, shots fire. Yeah, guys, make your own, you know, make your own shitty AI movie. We'll see who's going to watch it. That's and that's the direction that I feel like the film industry is trying to head out to start making AI content. But the problem is, like I said previously in other, in other episodes, um, AI is still in its early stages. It still hasn't been fully developed. And for you to make an AI comp uh, movie out of it or script, like you still need somebody to write it down. So it's like it's not going to come up great the way you wanted it. So I don't know how long this strike is going to continue on. Um, the last thing, I guess, is like Drew Barrymore decided that she was coming back to show, even though after the strikers. Um and then she immediately got backlash because she's supposed to be a, the, a champion for the people. And then she said, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm sorry. I'm not, I didn't do this on purpose. I don't know what to make out of it. But here's the thing, guys. Um, If there's people that really cannot continue on with the strike because like they're getting broke and they have no other choice but to work, then people, let them do it. And unfortunately, it's getting to that point. Now, other other content creators, I mean, content creators, other talk show hosts say, like, no, I'm going to do my show. Because everything that I do is I write my own show. I, I'm the main host. I'm the main boss. So every joke that I made, it's been run. I don't have people to help me on that, which is like, damn, girl, then go for it. Then you got this, you know, I'm all about it. Then go for it. And I have no problem people going back to work because if they need the money to pay off their bills and whatnot, they go for it. You know, this strike is literally getting out of hand. Not in that, not in that bad way, but it, like I said before, it will affect their pockets eventually, you know. But now it's more of a standstill. It's now it's, let's see who's got the biggest ego, who's got the biggest leg, who can last forever. Unfortunately, some of these studios can last a little bit longer than the strikers, and the studios are gonna look for young, talented talent from these schools, and they're gonna like, hey, recruit them. It's like, hey, you want to do it? I got you. I'll pay you less. And they'll say, yeah, because they don't have no other choice. They, they need the experience. It's about to head to that. But what do you guys think about it? Please let me know in the comments below so we can discuss this. Um, we're going to wrap this up, guys. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. And remember, guys, like and subscribe for your weekly channel and turn on the bell for notification. And because every week is a brand new episode with brand new topics. So always remember to like and subscribe, guys. And comment down below to let me hear your thoughts, share your experiences. If you got a specific topic that you want me to hear and talk about it, please let me know in the comments down below. And I'll do my best to talk about it on the next episode. Let me know what you guys think about today's episode. Big, sh big shout out to Ruben, Chris, Mike, uh, Mike the Phoenix, Mike. Like the beast. Um, big shout out to every other person that's been supporting me, guys. I love you guys. Let's continue on with this. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys at the next one. All right, peace.